Hi, I'm Jen and this is your Simple and Spacious Business, a podcast to support you to find more ease, space and intentional growth in your work. For the past eight years, I have been booked out anywhere from four to 12 months at a time with one-on-one clients and my one-on-one offerings have evolved quite a bit over the years. So I've had a lot of experience at this point of writing sales pages that resonate and connect with my dream clients and invites them to say hell yes to working together when the time is right for them. And I know that from my clients too, how so many of us can feel really stuck and overwhelmed when it comes to writing a sales page. Though at this point for me now, eight years in, I can happily say it's quite an easeful and intuitive process for me now. So for today's episode, I want to share with you a recipe for a simple, effective and human sales page so you can have a little guidance for the next time you're stuck creating one in your business. Now, I have the most experience creating one-on-one sales pages, so that's the recipe I'm walking you through today, but I do adjust this, though sometimes quite significantly, for my one-to-many offerings too, so hopefully it can be of some support and jumping off point for whatever sales page you're working on next in your business. But before we dive into this recipe, I do have four things that I want to clarify. First, this is not a blueprint. I'm calling it a recipe for a reason. These are the ingredients I've mixed together in a particular order that works best for me in my business, but I am in no way saying this is a step-by-step process you have to follow because the truth is that the perfect sales page formula doesn't exist because everyone's business is unique to them. But if you're stuck on where to start, my hope is this recipe can give you some jumping off points. Second is that I have a very slow, gentle and human approach to marketing. I believe in connection over conversion. I don't agree with the advice to tap into people's pain points. And I also don't believe in making extravagant promises we don't actually have the ability to guarantee either. You probably already know all of this about me if you've engaged with my work for a while now, but I wanted to clarify this because I see sales pages as invitations, not as persuasion tools. And I believe in this approach because I've seen the results in my own business. I consistently attract dream clients who want to go on this journey together with me and not because I've made a big extravagant promise, but because they see my experience and my approach and they trust that I'm the person to go on this journey with them. And I found that it's a beautiful breeding ground for delightful client relationships too. And the third point here is that something to keep in mind is that your sales page is the final destination in your customer journey. It's not going to do all the work for you. I write my sales pages in mind for the person who has already engaged with my work. They've maybe listened to my podcast, they've read my blog, they've subscribed to my weekly letters or follow me on Instagram. Yes, some brand new people may come straight to the sales page, but I'm creating it for people who have already have some connection to my work. And I just see this as the final invitation to go deeper together if and when the time is right for them. And then finally, my biggest encouragement when it comes to a sales page is not to imitate your competition. And I actually really hate the word competition, so let's use the phrase industry peers instead. But so often, especially for people early on in their business journey, it's so easy for their sales page just to reel out the business owners that they look up to in their field. I've actually lost count now at this point the amount of times someone has emailed me or a business friend has let me know they've seen a sales page that is pretty similar, if not word for word at times, similar to my own. I actually feel really weird mentioning this as it feels a little arrogant of me to say, oh, all these people are copying me. (laughs) That's really not what I'm trying to say. But the point is that it's very obvious when your sales page is trying to imitate someone else more experienced and establishing your industry. And it does nothing but actually hold your business back from thriving in the way that it's truly capable of. So this is where getting really clear on your own business vision and message and approach is key. And yes, there's always going to be some similarities with others in our industry, but the more you identify what the magic is in your work, the more that that will be an undeniable lighthouse to your hell yes clients in your business. 
So take this recipe as just that, a recipe. Make it your own, find your own version within it. But if you are feeling really stuck right now with bringing a sales page to life, I hope this can give you a little structure to be working with. Okay, I'm gonna break this down into sections. So section one is your opening statement and invitation. I like to open a sales page with an opening statement and invitation to the offering. So for example, for my one-on-one offering, I open with the statement because you don't need to do this on your own anymore, as that is the core invitation of the offer to feel deeply supported in your business journey. I then expand on it a little bit more to clarify what the offer is by saying, let's spend three months together moving your business forward with intention, focus, and joy. So for you, your opening statement and invitation may be to go on a branding process together or develop copy for their business that feels like home or invest in a custom art service, the list could go on and on. Think about what the core invitation of your offering is, what the need your offering meets, what problem it solves, and open with that. It sets the tone for the offer and clarifies what it actually offers to the client too. Then for the next section, I like to paint a picture of possibility. This is where I ask what someone would hope to be possible for them in this season of their business and illuminate what has been possible for clients who've worked with me before too. My biggest encouragement here though, don't make promises you can't keep. I know it feels good for marketing to make big, bold promises, but if you can't actually keep them, you will either attract bad fit clients who expect you to, or you'll feel so out of alignment with the offer that you shy away from actually sharing it. If you have a very clear deliverable, so for example, if you're a designer or a copywriter or an artist, it is a lot simpler to paint this picture of possibility as you can just highlight the deliverable on what's possible on the other side of that. And if you're like me, so if you're a coach or a mentor or a guide, that's gonna be less of a concrete deliverable and more of a transformational picture to paint. Okay, then for section three, I like to include a testimonial. You'll see that I typically include a lot of testimonials on a sales page as I find that it's a great way to really illuminate what is possible through the offer and someone else saying how impactful our work together has been will always be more powerful than me just saying it myself. But if you're just getting started and don't have that many testimonials, that's okay, you'll just build up to this. So whenever I mention I'm including a testimonial, just say to yourself, oh, okay, I will fill that in when I have one. And then for section four, I like to introduce myself and clarify my role and my experience. Now, this isn't a mini about page. It's instead a very focused way of clarifying what my role is within this offer, what my zone of genius is, and a little more clarification of what the invitation of the offer here is too. And by the way, if you want an example of what I'm talking about here, I will link to my one-on-one offer in the show notes as that is the recipe I'm walking you through so you can see it all in front of you if you want to. I always include this section in a sales page because it's a friendly and personal way to break up more of the salesy sections and just connect as a human being who is inviting them to this offer. I think one of the main questions we have to answer through our sales page is why us? Because the majority of us will be existing within very crowded markets. So we've got to make it easy for our hell yes clients to know that we're actually a hell yes for them. So this section is really helpful in highlighting our experience, our approach and the core invitation of our offer again too. Then next for section five, I include another testimonial. Now, depending on your industry, you may find it more impactful to highlight portfolio work or have a more in-depth case study. Then for section six, I like to share what I believe is possible for my clients through our work together. Sometimes I keep this quite short and sweet. Sometimes this is more of an extended section. It totally depends on the offer and the sales page, but this is where I really like to highlight and clarify the possibilities that offer is inviting someone to discover for themselves. 
Then after that, I have another testimonial. And then after that, for section eight is where I clarify what will be explored or delivered through the offering. So for my one-on-one offer, I outline the different topics and areas we can dive into during our calls. And if I'm offering a program or a course, this is where I'd outline the specific topics or modules. And for you, this is where you may highlight the deliverables of your offer. So if you're a designer, you may say you will get a full branding suite and you will get a branding website and you will get all of these collateral like business cards and worksheets, etc. This is the stage in the sales page where your potential client or customer has got a good idea for what the invitation is. And now you can really start to clarify what they will actually experience and take away from this work with you. Then after that, for section nine, I include another testimonial. And then section 10, this is then where I include a clear breakdown of the offer. So this is what I call the ingredients list. So what the takeaways and deliverables are of this offer. This is the, here's what you get section. So the potential client or customer knows exactly what they're investing in. So if it's a one-on-one offer, you'll break down how many calls or access they have to you and then any final deliverables or resources they have access to. And then if you're selling a product or a program, this is where you'll just break down the modules or the physical item that they get. And I like to include this further down instead of at the top of the sales page, because I like to paint a picture beforehand of what the invitation of the offer actually is before I then clearly map out what's actually included. Some people do it the other way around. There's actually no right or wrong way here. This is just my personal approach. I would actually say that almost all of these sections are interchangeable, apart from the opening statement and invitation, as I always do think they are the most powerful at the top of the page. So this recipe, you can just kind of shift them around, add in different pieces. This isn't a step-by-step thing you have to follow. Hopefully it's just giving you some structure to play with if you're feeling stuck and then I also include the pricing in this section where I break down what's included and also whatever payment plan may be available to and then immediately below this section where I outline what's included in the offer I have the direct invitation so this is where I clarify my upcoming availability and invite someone to fill in a form and get in touch if they'd love to work together now this is my approach for my one-on-one offer if it's a program or a course I will have buy now buttons throughout the entire sales page and then immediately below the clear breakdown will be the most prominent invitation to buy now and if it's not currently it's like an open close offer this would just be where I would invite someone to join the wait list to find out when it is going to be for sale again Then below this, I include another testimonial. As I've said, this is just how I like to break it up. You may prefer to group your testimonials or portfolio pieces in a different way. This is just visually how I like to do it. And then for section 13, this is near the bottom now, this is the FAQ. So this is where I dive into the questions I'm either actually frequently asked or the ones I want to clarify. So for example, I have a question in my FAQ about what results I can guarantee and how the answer is actually zero. As it's really important to me that clients know that the magic isn't in me through our work together, it's in them. And it's my job to hold space and guide them in their business, but my client's success and growth always, always belongs to them. With your FAQ section, think about what you want to clarify about the offer. So perhaps it's who you do and don't work with or what access someone has to you or your refund process. And then for section 14, I usually include a final testimonial just to wrap up the sales page. And then for section 15, especially if it's a one-to-many offer, I'll include a final invitation to buy as well or join the waitlist. Okay, hopefully what you can start to see here is my basic recipe for a simple, effective and human sales page and definitely go and check out the link in the show notes here if you want to see my one-on-one page and how this actually breaks down. But also I hope what's clear here is how this is not set in stone. For example, for my quarterly coaching sales page, which is something I only open up now and again, I have a much more simpler and streamlined page for that. And historically it books out just as much as my main one-on-one offer does. So there's obviously pros and cons to longer and shorter and simpler sales pages. 
I also have some other sections I add in depending on the offer, especially if it's a group program or course. These tend to be who this isn't isn't for sections, which is a great way to clarify who your hell yes people actually are. And if the sales page is quite long, I may recap what's included again further down. I may also include a very human final note on the sales page too if I want to clarify something about the offer. This is something I've actually done recently at the end of my sales page for my new group offering, Your Simple and Spacious Business, which will open its doors for the first time next month as I really wanted to clarify what the invitation of the offer was for when someone is deciding whether or not it's the offer for them. So as you can see here, sales pages are not a sure science. I have my basic recipe that I tweak and expand or simplify depending on the offer. And I trust it because I've been so consistently booked out for almost a decade now that I know that it works for me. But your business is your business and you have to develop your own recipe that truly works best for you too. But I hope that this can illuminate some frameworks and ideas to get you moving forward if you're currently really stuck on bringing your sales page to life. I know that it's always evolving. Your sales page is going to get stronger and stronger the more you deliver your offering and you gain clarity around who your dream clients are and how your offering can best deliver its magic for them. Remember, good enough is always a good enough place to start. So don't wait to have the perfect sales page. Write your first draft and grow from there. I am probably on my 25th draft, I'm going to guess it, of my one-on-one sales page. It's been called so many different things over the years. It's been structured in so many different ways. I mean, like I said, it's almost been a decade now, but I have been consistently booked out for that time. Time and I've just evolved it as I've gained more clarity. If I have waited for a perfect sales page, I'd never have made it to this point. I'd never have got started. I remember my biggest encouragement make it 100% you. Don't imitate others in your industry. All that's going to do is dilute your own magic. You don't want to exist in anyone else's shadow. Lean into the magic of your own work and your own message and approach and go from there. And I'm right here rooting for you always and I'm so looking forward to diving in more together next week and until then I hope you have a joyful day ahead.